Good morning. Today is Monday, June 27th, 2022. Thank God, Baruch Hashem, most people who want to be back in synagogue, attending Minyan, attending our prayer services, and attending our events, most people are back. Thank God. And hopefully, this trend will continue and everyone will soon be comfortable to be back in shul. But I hope never to forget the experience of not being able to come to shul, not being able to gather for prayer. And I hope never again to take for granted the tremendous blessing and the opportunity to pray together with the minion in a synagogue. This week is an appropriate time to focus on this as our Parsha, this week's Torah portion, the Parsha of Korach, is one of the sources for requiring 10 to make a minion. Where does that number 10 come from? Why not 6? Why not 8? Why not 27? And what that accomplishes to form a minion is to pray not as individuals, but as Knesset Yisrael, the community of Israel, which transcends time and place. And that means that it joins together the individuals who are joined in that place, together with all Jews, in all places, in all times, as one unified people connected to God. So the derivation of the number 10 for a minion is a little circuitous and it's a little bit complicated. But surprisingly, it is based, at least according to some opinions, on this week's Torah portion and last week's Torah portion. Last week's Torah portion, we had 10 of the spies that had been sent by Moshe to spy out the land of Israel. Of course, there were 12 spies in total, but there were 10 that came back with a negative report. And that negative report about the land of Israel caused chaos and hysteria amongst the entire Jewish people and God's very angry response, which we study, studied in last week's Torah portion. So we have that number 10. And in our Torah portion, a group like that is called Ada, a congregation. The word Ada means congregation. Ada, Adath Israel, Adath Yisrael, Adath. Adath means congregation. And I think the best way to explain the idea is that you see that 10 people from last week's Parsha, united in purpose, can affect an entire society and have a power and energy and influence far beyond 10 times 1. And therefore, there is this idea that 10 creates a minion, Knesset Yisrael, representing all of Israel that stands before and beside God. But you must admit it does sound bizarre that our sources for a minion, 
which is to create holiness and sanctity and to be able to connect with God, that the number is derived from Rishayim, wicked people. The ten spies that gave a negative report were punished by God for their sin. The Korach and his followers in this week's Torah portion are punished terribly by God for their sin, their mutiny, their challenge of Moshe, the, the disruption that they cause among the Jewish people. Why should we use these models to come up with the number 10? Shouldn't we derive how many people are necessary to form a minion from some group of righteous people, some group of good people? It, it just sounds bizarre that this should be the source. So there are a number of answers to this question, but I want to share with you the answer that is given by a colleague and someone I respect greatly, Rabbi Yaakov Luban. He explains that we human beings, our tendency is to view things as either black or white, good or bad, kosher or or trafe. We look at things in a single dimension. Either yes or no. That's not how God looks at things. God, in his infinite wisdom, can see the good within evil. And of course, the evil within good. God sees, sees all the gradations of holiness and immorality. In this week's Torah portion, Korach stages a rebellion and insurrection against Moshe. Rashi explains this was based on Korach's jealousy for his cousin, for his cousin Moshe. He wanted to grab power from Moshe. But there is also an aspect within Korach's complaints as negative as they are, and unsubstantiated as they are, there is also an element that Korach wants a bigger share in serving God. God wa Korach wants more of a role in the Beit HaMikdash, in the Holy Temple. Korach and his followers felt that they were also holy enough. They had the potential to live up to the full holiness of serving God in the sanctuary. Now, of course, Korach was wrong, and he and his followers were punished. But there was also a little bit of goodness mixed in. And God looked for that goodness and found that goodness so that God's perception of Korach is different than ours. We look at Korach as a Russia, a wicked person, an evil person. But God sees that there's also a striving for holiness within Korach. And therefore, was able to recognize that this number should be the basis of how God, of how all of us will come closer to God in holiness. Connecting to what was right with Korach's complaint. And the same thing about the spies. Yes, we discussed all kinds of motivations last week for why the spies brought back negative reports. But at least one of the ideas that I mentioned 
that is mentioned by classic commentators was a positive intention. Yes, of course, they were wrong and what they did was bad and they were punished. Yes, but there was also a certain amount of positive motivation. They wanted to maintain the spiritual existence of how they were living in the desert with God feeding them directly and with no other concerns other than serving God, not having to worry about earning a living or preparing food or anything like that. They thought that was the ideal. They were mistaken. They were wrong and they were punished for that. But there was a certain positive motivation. And while we as human beings may not see it, God sees it. And so God is able to connect to that number 10 to be able to see that there was some goodness there. And that number can be the basis of how we gather together and approach God in holiness, in prayer. The lesson is that God sees holiness and goodness even within apparent evil. Even among Korach and among the spies. Even from these less than totally blameless individuals, there is room to find sanctity. And therefore, they can and should be used as the model of how we achieve sanctity through prayer with a minion. And the lesson is applicable to every one of us. The lesson is most people are very complex. We do things for a variety of reasons. And there can be light and darkness intermingled in the actions and motivations of every single one of us. And this is particularly important when we gather to pray as a community, when we form a minion, when we want to come closer to God. Because it is a particular moment when there might be the motivation for one person to look down on another, to think you're not qualified to be part of this great august group. You are not on a spiritual level where we should allow you to join us. That would be the opposite of what God wants. For one person or one group to say that you are unworthy to be part of our group, God teaches us exactly the opposite. We should never think such a thing. And by reminding us, by needing the number 10, and reminding us who those original 10 were, and the fact that God searched for goodness within them, and when searching, he found it. That's why we have the number 10 for a minion. And so what that means really is that a minion is two separate ideas. The first idea of a minion is between ourselves and God. We gather together with this group of at least 10, and we have a way of reaching and connecting with God that is qualitatively different than just the sum of the individuals who are gathered. But there's also an aspect of gathering with a minion that is that is the way in which we look at each other, 
It's about how we look at each other. We're being challenged to look at each other the way that God looks at us. A minion is only proper when everyone in it is looking for and sees the best in every single other person. Because otherwise, it's not a real minion. It's just a collection of individuals who happen to be in the same room. In order for it to be a minion, we have to look at each other the way God is looking at us, the way God looked at the spies and Korach and his followers, to look for and to find what is good in every single one. Everyone is worthy to join. Everyone is qualified to be part of the group. This is what we should look for when we come to shul. And I promise, if we look for this in each other, we will find it. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.